The wellness revolution starts now. Welcome to today's program. I'm Dr. Steve Hosey. It's my pleasure to join you today and to introduce to you my fellow colleague here at Hosey Health and Wellness Center, Dr. Don Ellsworth. And we wanted to visit with you about a problem that is very common to women after childbirth, and it's called postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And it can be caused by hormonal declines and um, imbalances, and it can be also caused by um, vitamin or mineral deficiencies as well. So uh, we want to discuss this issue because it is a common issue among women that usually occurs um, pretty much right right after childbirth. Some women have postpartum blues that may last a week or 10 days, but postpartum depression may last a month to several months, even to several years if it goes untreated. Unfortunately, most conventional doctors will give their uh, their patients antidepressants, SSRI antidepressants, which I find, and Dr. Ellsworth and I believe are very dangerous, and they don't address the underlying cause of the depression. So Dr. Ellsworth, tell us, uh, tell us about postpartum depression and uh, what how we address it here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Absolutely. 10 to 20% of, of women will actually experience an issue with postpartum depression. And surprisingly, this is something that not only has been treated with SSRIs, the antidepressants, but they've even used electroconvulsant therapy in more resistant cases. And of course, if you step back and think about it, what you'd really want to do is treat the root issue with every problem, right? This is common sense. And what happens during pregnancy that's rather unique? Well, there is the, certainly a surge of hormones. And one of those key hormones is progesterone. In fact, the name is from it, the fact that it's a pro-pregnancy hormone, progestation, progesterone. And when progesterone rises in pregnancy, it gives up to 10 times what it would normally be. And then it comes crashing down after delivery. And that has a profound effect on women's health. And that drop in progesterone is often when women have symptoms. Although uh, we'll talk about some other issues that can occur during the pregnancy itself, like thyroid problems can also create some symptoms during pregnancy. But postpartum depression is strongly related to progesterone dropping dramatically. You know, we've been prescribing using progesterone for decades. Right. We've, we've really found it to be one of the pivotal hormones for women's health. And men actually benefit from progesterone as well. We make it from our adrenal gland. And it's come to be known as the feel-good hormone by a lot of our staff, by a lot of our women that are in our practice. And uh, I know that You've, you've had men come in and practically want to kiss your toes after <laughs> after their bride is feeling good, feeling relaxed, back to normal. And you, you don't get that from a drug because the issue wasn't a drug deficiency. It was simply a hormonal deficiency. And it's important uh, for you to understand why the progesterone works so very well. Mm -hmm. It's... It, exerts a calming effect upon the brain cells. There's a system called the GABA system, and the GABA system um, is gamma uh, aminobutyric acid. And what it does is it calms 
progesterone stimulates GABA production, which calms the, the nervous system and calms uh, the neurons in the brain and settles them down to make you feel calm. And we know, we've, we know that when women have low progesterone, whether it's immediately after childbirth or as they march through their menstrual life, mm-hmm. remember, progesterone is the hormone of the second half of a menstrual cycle. In a perfect world, in a 28-day menstrual cycle, after a woman finishes her period, she'll begin to make estrogen hormones, again, to proliferate the inner lining of the womb. Mid-cycle, she will produce an egg, an ovum. And at that point, that area of the uh, of the ovary is called the corpus luteum. It produces progesterone. Progesterone promotes gestation, as Dr. Ellsworth mentioned, and it matures the inner lining of the womb. When a woman is pregnant, then that pregnancy forms a placenta, and out of the placenta, the hormones are made for that pregnancy. The primary hormone of pregnancy made by the placenta is progesterone. It promotes gestation. So when a woman is is making all that progesterone, she suppresses the production of any hormones from her ovaries. They literally turn off. Now, when she delivers her baby and the placenta is delivered, there is a precipitous drop in progesterone. And in some cases, the ovaries turn back on fine. It's make mm-hmm. estrogen and progesterone or a woman feels good, maybe has a few days of postpartum blues, but she doesn't go into depression. But in in cases, 10%, maybe even up to 20% of the time, women will develop postpartum depression because they're not making any progesterone. And what I did with our daughters and daughter-in-laws, we have uh, five daughters and two daughter-in-laws, when they were going in for delivery, I gave them progesterone and said, you take this the next day, right after the childbirth, the next morning you take your progesterone and take it every day. And none of our children ever had any postpartum blues. Mm-hmm. And not, no, not only did they not have postpartum depression, they didn't even have any postpartum blues, which tells you really the power of progesterone. So it's really a very critical hormone for women to have immediately after childbirth. And it's it, there's a relaxing effect that you get with progesterone. Um, in fact, most a lot of conditions go into remission during pregnancy. For example, most autoimmune conditions, you can almost predict that they will go into remission or at least significantly improve. And that's because of the wonderful effects of progesterone. And, it's and some, you make about... In a, in a normal pregnancy, you're going to make about 10 times what you would normally make in progesterone. And I've had numerous women tell me over the years, if you can just give me that, whatever I had during my mm-hmm. pregnancy, I felt so good during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And some of you women may remember you had a burst of energy, you know, maybe the week or two weeks before you had the baby, all of a sudden this burst of energy, that's because your body was producing more progesterone and you just felt great. And then once the progesterone falls and you get back, you got to get the ovaries got to crank up again, and they don't always crank back up. And interestingly, progesterone is metabolized into allopregnenolone, which is the strongest stimulus of the GABA receptors. So progesterone serves as a wonderful tool for improving health. And that is a a huge one. And you just want to give it early and give enough of it to relieve the symptoms and you know that is part of what we do on a daily basis. But progesterone is just one of the th- factors that we want to look at. Uh, another big one is going to be thyroid. The thyroid issue is 
Thyroid problems across the board are much more common than most doctors really recognize because strictly looking at the blood work, you tend to only focus on things that are outside of the range, whereas you can be in one part of the range and feel perfectly fine and another part of the range and have a lot of symptoms. And then on top of that, of course, you can't measure directly how well it's being used in your cells. And it turns out that autoimmune thyroid problems are actually fairly common. We actually see it in a significant percentage of women and men, but more women than men, almost twice as many. And when a woman has autoimmune thyroid issues during pregnancy, it really throws off the thyroid levels. And when T3 becomes low, the active thyroid hormone, that leads to depression. And that can occur during pregnancy. In fact, you tie up a lot of thyroid during pregnancy. Thyroid binding globulin, which is the carrier protein for thyroid, gets binds up your thyroid. And so that can cause the depression to occur during pregnancy. And that can continue afterwards. But fortunately, thyroid is not hard to address when you're familiar with using the proper forms of thyroid, which typically includes something with T3, which could be T3, T4, desiccated pork thyroid, T3 alone. But that makes a world of difference at helping women get out of their postpartum depression. And it's so simple relatively, but strangely enough, when you look at postpartum depression in most conventional medical references that you'll see online, you won't see that referenced. And it's sad because what you're going to wind up doing if you don't treat the root issues is you're more likely to be taking medications which aren't treating the root issue, lots of side effects, and they're actually habit-forming. The antidepressants, once you're on them, you do have to wean off those slowly. So it creates a lot of problems that you can avoid by treating the root issue. And uh, we love thyroid uh, when it's treated properly because of the fact that it just makes that people get their lives back. And it's interesting, some of the psychiatric literature refers to treating using T3 for refractory depression, which is basically what they're saying is it was hypothyroidism no and they started, they, they are using thyroid and they're getting better. But since they're not really making that connection, they're just seeing it as a tool for refractory depression. But that's how powerful this is. And uh, these are two major hormones that are important, not only in depression and postpartum depression, but these are both hormones that are very important in being able to get pregnant to begin with. So, mm, good point. So, mm -hmm. um, particularly thyroid, we have we have found with our with our guests, if we balance out thyroid hormone and balance out progesterone, progesterone also stimulates the ability of your body to convert the inactive thyroid hormone T4, which has four iodine molecules, to T3, which has mm -hmm. three iodine molecules. So progesterone is very important for that. So we've found in women that have, have had difficulty becoming pregnant or were losing the pregnancies early, using progesterone during, adding progesterone during the pregnancy or starting them on some thyroid preparation enabled their ovaries to function and ovulate and get pregnant. So we've had a number of very amazing and successful um, guest uh, results using both progesterone and thyroid hormone. But in this context with postpartum depression, the uh, progesterone, I'd say is the is probably primary, but the thyroid would be secondary. You've got to think about both progesterone and thyroid. Now, what else? What other hormone deficiencies uh, are? 
you know, or, or mineral or vitamin deficiencies could cause these problems. Hormone-wise, some women are actually low in estrogen after they deliver, and so low estrogen can actually be helpful for postpartum depression. Low levels of um, oxytocin is a hormone made by the pituitary gland, and that can be very useful. It's calming, tends to elevate the mood. Pregnenolone, a hormone primarily made from the adrenal gland, can also be quite useful. So all these things, we have a, a lot of tools hormonally to help balance the situation after a woman delivers. But interestingly, there can be some significant nutritional deficiencies and or excesses. Uh, one interesting excess on that topic is actually copper. Copper metabolism is a complex process that involves copper and its carrier protein ceruloplasm. And it's been noted, and we've seen this, where uh, postpartum depression can be associated with elevated copper levels. And that can cause significant depression. And you can calm down the copper levels by eating less of the foods with copper in them, but primarily by adding more things like zinc. Adding more zinc helps lower the copper levels. And so that, that balancing act can make a world of difference. Uh, it's also common for women to be low on some key nutrients. Um, and it could be things like omega-3s. It could be some of the B vitamins, particularly, particularly B12 and folate. Um, iron, it's not as rare as you would think for iron to be off. I mentioned zinc. Also, selenium is very important. Vitamin D. And we check these levels in virtually everybody. And we find that it's pretty uncommon for someone to have a great vitamin D level if they're not supplementing, even if they're getting out in the sun to some degree, just because most people who get out in the sun are not getting going out in bathing suits on a regular basis. So, that, Or if they go out, then they put on the sunblock. Right. And, so so, then, and remember, sunlight is what converts. Once you get the sunlight and the UV light penetrates the skin, converts cholesterol to vitamin D, which really is a hormone, and it's not truly a vitamin. There's some hormone disruptors out there as well, and that would be things like the phthalates, um, bisphenol A, um, things that you might run across with plastics, um, or you might be getting them from cans, can be lined with bisphenol A. So it's unfortunate that the modern world is, we're surrounded by things that are hormone disruptors. And so the clean- Include insecticides too, right. that they spray on the, um, you know, on the crops and pesticides you spray in your house. All these things are what we call xenoestrogens. They have an estrogenic effect, mm -hmm. and uh, they can adversely affect both women and men, mm -hmm. and particularly destructive in men because it turns down their testosterone production, and and uh, and that can cause a, a host of problems. Exactly. And fortunately, there's other lifestyle things that are helpful for mood that are somewhat common sense, but one of them is not as commonly recognized, and that's light. You know, that, that getting out there, not only for the vitamin D from the sunlight, but we need light to get into our eyes and, and to some degree through our skin to actually affect our health. And that simple act of getting some sunlight or or if you can't get out in the sunlight, you can buy bright lights and just have them in front of you for about an hour in the morning. That's actually been shown to be as effective as an antidepressant. Not that they're that effective, but right. it's a significant intervention that is often overlooked because, well, if you think about it, doctors are more inclined to recommend something that requires their prescription, their, their being an MD. And 
mundane things like light just don't, they're not, (laughs) but that can be all the difference in the world. So getting out, getting some light makes a big difference. Um, Cognitive behavioral therapy is a form of therapy that is associated with improving health. And that that makes a significant difference. And of course, a good supportive environment. And these things are a bit more common sense, but you want to do all you can to make it so you're in a lower stress environment and making sure that the new mom can get as much sleep as possible because all of us get depressed if we get sleep deprived for any prolonged period of time. So postpartum depression is a disorder that we treat here at the Hotsey Health mm-hmm. and Wellness Center, and we use it by treating with natural progesterone. Um, first and foremost, that's our first line of therapy, but we also look at the thyroid status, and we use thyroid hormones when indicated and other hormones, mm-hmm. uh, we want to make sure we balance out all the hormones naturally. And then there's some vitamins and minerals that can also be used effectively to help restore a woman to good emotional health. That's what you want to have. And uh, I want you all to consider that. So if you know anyone that has or is having a problem with postpartum depression, or if you have had a problem or you're pregnant and getting ready to have a baby, mm-hmm. um be thinking about what we've talked about here. And if you have problems, we'll be glad to help you here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Thanks for joining us today. And thank you, Dr. Ellsworth, for your comments. Thank you. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible. Information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.